Hey, what's up? Welcome back to another episode. <laughs> more to the story. I am Farron Moore. Now I'm to hear more. AKA Sheepdog. <laughs> can't see your eyes. The Who people... else's eyes you can't see? Is it Mushmouth? It's not Mushmouth. Who is it? The people that, the people that, that, the Patreon, they know what's going on. All right, so don't need to trip off of it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe, but, maybe. But maybe. what for those of us who aren't in the Patreon? Can you explain? Yes, I just came back from the optometrist and I left my glasses Lies in the car. Lies and deception, folks. So I have folks. to have this on Lies so I can finish and filming. I left the glasses in the car Lies. because my pupils are dilated. And now they're sensitive lies, to light. Lies, lies, and deception is and what he's telling you. And that's all you're getting from me is lies and deception. So you just need to go take it or yank. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As simple as that. What you want? Oh, Child. I swear, it's fast. You gotta, I, I'm putting you in the bed when we get home. I need a nap. You need, he missed his nap time, y'all. He I've been is, working out. Whew, okay. Child. I went out last night. I stayed out past my bedtime. I got up Yo this morning. Fault. Agreed. But also tell us about it. I had a nice time at the Freddie Gibbs concert. I only wanted to hear about it because I, she I got bought the him tickets. the tickets for his birthday. <laughs> so that's the only reason I wanted to hear about it. Tell everyone about it. Um, okay. So what? 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 I was telling you to say words while I take the take the sip, but that is very you strong. You should have said words before you. It is strong, right? You want you want to put some more creamer in it? Ooh, honey. You want some more creamer in it? I just say if you plan on taking a nap, you better put some creamer in it. No, Water I, it down or something. I'm sleeping in the car. You ain't got to there. Mm-mm. Wherever you at, you know that's where I'm going to be getting on your goddamn nerves. Talk to the people. <laughs> hey, hi, people. Talking to y'all. So, hi. Thank you for joining us for another episode of More to the Story. I'm excited and nervous about today. Today is going to be a personal one um, and something I've only talked about <clears throat> with close friends, but... May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so we gon' we gonna get into it because I'm not only good for getting in other people's business, I also get into my own business. Man, don't be telling y'all her business for real. I do. I be on. Tr- I be I in do. trouble when I get home for sharing certain things because I be like, I tell people. Y'all, I had to tell him. I was like, no more drinking in the studio because <laughs> no more drinking when we when the camera is rolling because you. He he says stuff. He lets stuff slip out. Them lips. That's what them you like about me. Them lips get loose. That's what you like about me. Yes. I like them lips loose when I'm holding the camera. When you're around <laughs> my face. When I'm when I'm the one holding the camera. But um, yeah. Them, these these lips. These lips be loose. And loose lips sink ships. Loose and loose and loose ships. Loose, loose lips sink ships. <laughs> But, um, Sound like you ain't tie your teeth down. <laughs> <laughs> that poly didn't hurt, so I stopped using it. I stopped using it, so I just let them rattle around in there. <laughs> um, was when I looked at these, she was like, damn, I like them. I almost bought these bitches again. Dude, you got those. <laughs> you got them shoes. Put that down. Focus. You at work. All right, here we go. I'm the about black, to write you up. The black ones, though? I know. Buy me those. Uh, <laughs> focus. Focus. Um, yes. Very trying to be sneaky and buy some fucking shoes, but use my phone number. No, so I knew it was going to go to him. I knew it. The guy was like, do you have a phone number with us? And I was like, yes. And he's like, do you want the receipt emailed? And I was like, yes. 
I felt messy. And then I was like, oh, shoot. He going to call me. And that's the first thing he did. You got some new shoes? Mm -hmm. Amongst other things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got these. I got them on. Can't nobody see them. Let's try this foot back. Uh, there we go. Can you, can you see it? I got some all white Air Max. But anyway, so before we jump into my business, right. we are going to um, pull a card from the intimacy, the best self intimacy deck. Uh, we really like these. These have opened up some great conversations yes, for they have. us. Like this, these cards specifically have been really fun. Um, Not everywhere. I, anytime I go to an adult store, any type of store, I'm be looking for some type of cards that we don't have. Mm-hmm. Those are great. And all the ones I have, I found online. Oh, nice. I'm a sucker for Instagram advertisement. Um, ooh, Okay. This one is from the life category. And this question is, what are three places in the world you want us to visit together and why? Oh, I asked that, huh? Damn, I think we got a guess. <laughs> um, How? Three places. Oh, that's what a good one, too. What is this one? I don't know where that is. I don't get cut off. Um... Three places you want us to visit and why. Is that one too hard? Nah. An island I bought for us to vacation. I think that would be dope. Mm -hmm. um, I would love for us to visit Africa. That's I on mean, my list, too. Multiple yeah. places in Africa. Mm -hmm. And lastly, I want us to visit Vegas and just ball the fuck out. Like I've always want, wanted yeah, to do I wanna, that. I want to like gamble like crazy. Yeah, I want to go shopping. Don't look at abandoned. the yeah. Don't look at the the register and nothing like. And just I give them a card. You know what I'm saying? That's that's those three things I want to yeah. do. Like I want to be walking through Vegas and we got security people with us because somebody don't say none of my stuff. You can't say none of my stuff for your three. You got to pick your own three. Don't do none of the things that I said for my three. I'll smack that cup out your hand. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, Africa was already on my list. Like they don't beforehand, count, whatever, 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 whatever. Um, I do want to visit. I've always wanted to go to um Antarctica. Okay, you gonna get kidnapped up there? <laughs> Are you gonna get snatched? And I am not Liam Neeson. I do not have a certain set of skills. <laughs> That's going to make you very <laughs> difficult to deal with. Listen, they will get annoyed with Farron to bring her back, though. They be like, hey, man, hey, man come get your chick, man. This <laughs> motherfucker won't stop talking, man. She's been bouncing off the back of the white van since we picked her ass up, bro. I am. I do not have that much energy. I'm not that crazy. I mean, to save my life, I will do those things. <laughs> but just on a daily basis, I am not that person. Right. Um. So, yes, I want to go to Africa. Um, I want to go to Antarctica. And... Another place is I don't even know where I can find this. I just really, really, really want to um, stay like somewhere tr outdoorsy, like in a treehouse or something. Mm -hmm. I've always I want really, really, really want to do something like that. And I like hearing about those vacations people take when they're like, 
I had like $300 and I lived off of that for two weeks. It's like, I would like to go somewhere like that. That's great. I, I'm going to be at the Ritz and you can stop by every day for lunch and tell me how it's going. It'd be the best, though. Yeah, like They'd be having absolutely. the best stories. and so It's going to be fantastic for you. I love this journey for you. Oh, my God. Y'all, I got him watching Shit's Creek, and this is what I keep. This is what I, I keep running into. I love this journey into. for you. Oh, my God. Um, I really love this for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. When she went to that tailgate, and she told her, girl, this swan flies so low and walked off. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's Creek is amazing. Uh, yes, it is. Um, okay. Oh, shout out to the Patreon, too. I'm going yes. to uh, put the link for the newest vlog in the Patreon right after we finish this episode. Yeah. So if you're watching this, uh, you can watch it. It's not long. It's only like 10 minutes and some change, mm-hmm. uh, mainly from her birthday celebrations and shenanigans. Um, if you're hearing about this and you're not part of the Patreon, you can join the Patreon. You get to watch all the vlogs that I do only for the Patreon. We also have... Another level for the Patreon where Farron and I talk about the toys that we use in the bedroom. Uh, give a review on it. We give re- re- real reviews on it. We ain't sugarcoat another. We don't like it. We don't like it. Right. But that's not to say that you won't like it. You know what I mean? It's just saying it doesn't work well with the for shit us, that we got going yeah. on. So we're also because looking I mean, for a house yeah. that we can buy an actual and make an actual sex room. Like we just want all so the things always that? out. Like right now we have to put why stuff up because the kid will stumble all in our room and she'd be like, well, and "Why y'all got a swing we, in y'all everything room?" Everything did fit in one of my nightstand drawers because the other one is for bedroom Oreos. Um, and literally, that's the thing. <laughs> I don't want her to we glaze to over that. About it. Like y'all don't know but that's not a real thing. That's a real no 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 no. I, the singles on me, Farron. The singles the on, single me. on me. Don't put Amir. it on her, Amir. Listen. Oh, no, okay. fuck that. Thank fuck you, Amir. That. It's no, my Amir. show, Amir. Put Listen, the single on Amir, me. Amir, put it back on me. Listen. <laughs> she has a drawer that is just for cookies. It's got pepperidge form cookies in there. She got Oreos in there. When she goes to the it's grocery Reese's store, peanut butter cups too. or she places an order at the store, she orders two orders of cookies, one for the family, and then one for bedroom cookies. And by bedroom, they are just hers. I cannot have any. If I go in that drawer, she chastises me. It is very rude. Very rude. That's just the type of person no, I'm living with. No, I care with. about you. I have to because I care about you. Um, <laughs> ooh, I know we should talk about it in the next one. But this anyway. Dip? What? Huh? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um, yes, we we uh, discussed the womanizer on that, y'all. So y'all get, in, get into it. Just talked about see. it this past Sunday. And it's still on sale. I it's still on sale. Rated Intimate. I just checked for you. Dot com. By the time sale. everyone else hears this, I don't know if it if will it, still be on sale. I don't know if it will still be on sale. My Patreon, if you look right now, <clears throat> go watch our review and everything about the womanizer. Then go to Rated Intimate and buy it. It's on sale, right? right and tell second. them we sent you. Tell there ain't nowhere for you. you to tell them that. Uh-huh. What is? Yeah. Okay. Go to their IG and just be like, hey, the more sent me. I just pop, I just copped the such and such, such and such, such and such. The such and such, such and such. Um, okay. So, y'all. You don't get started? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, put that phone down. They, they, they don't even know I'm looking at the phone. You can't see nothing out of here. I'm we cool can, in this bitch. We can see you doing this. And I so was we resting my the... neck, yo. Hey, nigga can't. Resting his neck. No one believes you. Yeah, yeah, look at that. Oh. No one believes you. Go. 
Um, those are cute. Buy me those too. <laughs> um, God, let me look at <laughs> that's that. why you shouldn't be on it. It's a distraction to me. Stay off of it, for, so I can for I can stay focused. So you can forsake and stay so stay focused. <laughs> yes, all of that. So y'all, okay, y'all. all right. I've been, I've actually been stalling oh, talking well, fuck about you, this, Chris. Yeah, okay. Chris, we thought you was on our side. <laughs> Motherfucker, say what, Dad? You son of a bitch. <laughs> no, you shouldn't have said that. Don't do my babe, Chris. Um, okay, y'all. So I've actually been stalling because uh, this episode is specifically about something that I um, have struggled with, and um, it is month. May is the Mental Health Awareness Month, and in the essence of that, I want to discuss my um, mental health issue and journey and um what that looked like for us and the signs that I missed and all the things so um it'll be a year I think in July when um I was diagnosed with general anxiety disorder and mild depression um I Knew about the anxiety part because I am constantly, well, at the time, I was constantly, like, living in the past. And I did, but I did not realize that that's, (laughs) yes, it just got real. I did not realize that that's what was happening, actually, until I started watching Big Mouth. And... I knew that, you know, I would have panic attacks every once in a while when things, you know, when I was triggered or I would just constantly just kind of be in the past, like reliving conversations or different scenarios, like playing them over and over and over in my head. Or sometimes I would be in the future and thinking about a future conversation I wanted to have or that may come up and... um. I and I would like play both sides of the conversation and when this person says this then I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna say this and I was just going back and forth and like spiraling out of control on different topics like pretty constantly and it seemed to be progressing um the older I got as the as the years passed it seemed to be getting worse and uh, in us watching, sitting down, and I would try to explain to him, like, how my mind worked. How, like, trying to explain it, but I struggled to explain myself to him. And so he's like, I don't know what the hell you're saying. Like, I don't really get it, and I don't know how to how to plan for that. Uh, all, all he was forced to do, all he was forced to do was, like, kind of always have his guard up, not knowing how I would respond to a situation or which version of Farron he was going to walk into, which is why I stress all the time when he says that I helped him with communication. I'm like, I forced you to talk about things, but I was not always handling things the right way. I was not always in a position to discuss them the right way because of my own mental state. And so, yes, I pushed him to be more vocal because he would just sit on things but then even after he got more vocal it was still like getting to the us both getting to the point where we could discuss difficult things 
without getting upset because us being more vocal was also came with a lot of upset and and drama sometimes and we had to finally transition to a place where we can talk about these things calmly and walk away and still be cool with each other because that was not the case for a while <clears throat> so um in that your silence is making me nervous um so in that uh, I just want to list like just some general some common signs um of anxiety and uh just talk more about the the ways it manifested in our relationship and for me specifically so some common signs and symptoms are um, feeling nervous or tense or restless, um, always feeling like something's going to go wrong, uh, constantly a feeling of uh, impending danger, like something's, it's always mm. something bad coming around the corner. Uh, increased heart rates, breathing rapidly or hyperventilating. Uh, sweating, trembling, feeling weak or tired, trouble concentrating or thinking about anything other than the present, um, other than the present worry, having trouble sleeping. I even found out um, GI problems is another mm. is another symptom or sign of anxiety. I did not know that, but that makes mm. sense. So yeah. after after reading it, it makes sense. Um, having difficulty controlling worry. And having the urge to avoid things that trigger um, anxiety. And uh, uh, for me specifically, mine was uh, uh, called generalized anxiety disorder. And that includes persistent and excessive anxiety and worry about activities or events, even ordinary routine issues. The worry is out of proportion to the actual circumstance, is difficult to control, and affects how you feel physically. Mm -hmm. It often occurs along with other anxiety disorders or depression. <clears throat> and um, this really manifested in, like, crazy crazy ways for me because like the smallest thing would take place and I would just spiral out of control just trying to get ahead of it and trying to fix the problem before it became a problem that impending doom trying to fix the problem before it become a problem when actually I was in my in itself creating the problem that I was trying to fix um and like I remember talking to because uh, when I realized like it was really really bad, I joined Talkspace and started talking to someone like right away because I was like I am not okay, and I don't feel like I will be okay, and uh, it was even worse around my period because I found out there was a such thing as uh, premenstrual depression. I think it was. Mm. is what it's called so it was just all of that I'm already this anxious person and then when my cycle would, would um, about a week or two out would start making me just feel like super sad and gloom and doom and like nothing was ever going to be okay 
So, uh, but I remember one of the first things that I kind of spiraled about because I didn't understand it was, um, well, I won't say first thing, but one thing that was fairly recent was the kids love a K-pop. I felt that it was like making me nervous that she was like so hyper-focused on it and so immersed in it that she didn't seem to care about anything else Mm -hmm. and so and that's when it first when she first got hip to it or whatever so when I talked to um, my therapist about it he was like how were you when you were this age why does this bother you so much Right. and it was like I don't I don't actually know like I'm just worried about her sense of focus but this is this isn't out of the ordinary for a 15, 16-year-old kid. Not at all. So at the time, she was 15, you know, 15. So it's like, this isn't out of the ordinary. And so he just, like, made it sound, like, super simple. And mm-hmm. kind of made me feel crazy. But <laughs> he just made it sound super simple. Like, why are you even stressed about this? <clears throat> um, and something else um, I realized I would do is, like, the... When we talked um, on Patreon about, you know, when do you feel less love? Mm-hmm. That was one of the questions in the um, conversation box. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of the time, especially early before the the diagnosis and everything and before I found a way to, to manage it, I would always perceive that I wasn't um, wanted around. Like, he just always seemed so busy, and I always took it personally. And so before I would even come into his presence, I would be defensive about him not wanting me there, and that would become an issue. <clears throat> Do you remember that? How did did you want to weigh in? You're, are you scared to say anything? You're so quiet, and it's making me very uncomfortable. I, 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 I just felt like this was your journey and i didn't want to weigh in but you experienced it with me yeah but you know i'm i'm a pleaser so you know we might have we might have come to this this bridge earlier if i had spoke up for myself in certain situations but i'm always gonna put my wife first i'm always gonna fall on the sword for the most part and you know only sing your praises. I ain't never really gonna put this part out here because that's it's such a no. It's such it's, a, a truth that I feel like it's a truth that only you should tell. No, I you need wait, to tell wait, your I'll, side of it. I weigh in too. after you get it all out, and then I can chime in. But I don't want to weigh in on something and disrupt your your flow of thinking or something like that. But I'll 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 weigh in on certain things. It it was difficult because I wasn't used to talking at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did feel like some days it was just like looking for something. And I yeah. just was like, I was like, maybe I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, th- I thought I was doing, the, you know, most things right, but maybe maybe I don't get it. Yeah. And it was very difficult at times to uh, want to come home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just just being honest. Like it was like, mm-hmm. where what the f- what the fuck more can I do, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, yeah, man, it was you know. It was tough for yeah, a minute. It was, yeah. Um, that and this was also coupled with the um, the sex issues that we were having. So, 
like balancing both of these and the sex issue making me feel even giving me like I was hyper focused on it. Like I was going crazy. It was all consuming because I was like, I have to fix it. And a lot of the times in me trying to quote unquote fix it, I was making things worse. Um, Thank you, Chris, for the obvious. I, I appreciate what? that. But the the point I'm trying to make is I, I want to follow her lead and hop in um, when I feel necessary because I don't want to say anything that's too jarring to her. Like what? And I don't I don't know right off the top of okay. my head, but I'm just saying like I'm like, yeah, this motherfucker was crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then it doesn't come off like I'm supportive of no. you know her journey and where she mm-hmm. is now. So I'm 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 choosing my words carefully because She's still working through some of this right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it, because we, we've we never actually talked about this. This is the first time she really brought this up in front of y'all. So I was quiet because I was like, whoa, she's really talking about this. And the, I didn't want to say anything that we hadn't talked about. So I was seeing which way she was going to see what things that she was going to hit on. Because there are some other shit that, that went down that I'm sure we won't talk about in front of people, but yeah. I needed to see which direction she was going so I could make her feel more comfortable. So I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, and <laughs> nigga was like, used to speak up and make your wife feel comfortable. Nigga, she sleeps on a three thousand count comforter. She's she's fine. All right, she's fine. But now, my nigga, we got the help. We talk a lot, but thank you for for making sure I'm on my square. I appreciate that, King. <laughs> From one king I mean, to another. It is, it is an uncomfortable situ- um, conversation because, you know, it's not my proudest moment, but... Shit, the and, sex conversation was an uncomfortable no, conversation. Yes, yeah. That's, w- that's me as a man yeah. and a masculine society, a, a masculinity-driven society saying I was the problem sexually. I could not... We were I the could, problem. I, no, let me, let me bear my cross. Mm-hmm. I was the problem. Sexually, I could not satisfy my wife. So, I know how uncomfortable that conversation was, but I know I also needed to get that truth out there. Mm-hmm. When it was appropriate for you to weigh in, you would weigh in. You would you would carry your part of the cross. But that's something I needed to face. Mm-hmm. And sometimes facing it in front of people that you don't know and allow yourself to adversity and judgment helps you get through that get, because yeah. you're owning your truth. So I just let you own that right there because it was pure. It was unadulterated. It was it was it was Gerard Carmichael. <laughs> you were talking through it the same way he was talking through it that night, and yeah. I didn't see the opening for me to getting there. No, just yet. I get I just, it, but you know, I was just I you know, know I was pitting out. So Good. I'm like, babe, say words. No, no, pit out. <laughs> Don't um, walk in that truth. Walk in that truth. Yeah. So, sometimes you 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 just get it out. Yeah. So um. In learning more what anxiety looks like and how it manifests, because I thought it was just like work related at first. I knew that I was having panic attacks at work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things would get really stressful. And sometimes I would call or text you like, I I can't catch my breath. Mm-hmm. I'm not okay. And, you know, you would call me or we would talk it out and breathe through it and stuff. But I did not think to apply that same thing to home. You wouldn't. You would think that's um, a safe space and it wasn't. Right, right. And even in me thinking, oh, you know, home, we're supposed to be each other's 
peace or whatever, it was a lot of the times it was not peaceful. It was it was very uncomfortable and and awkward and all the things and so much so, especially internally for me, because I was fueling myself with these scenarios that I, these narratives that I was creating and breathing life into and making real to me and bringing them to him like they were real. And once we would talk it out, once I said the words out loud that I had been thinking and festering on, it's like, bitch, that don't make sense. Um, you forgot about this, 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 and this. And like you're not making sense. And something I realized that was not listed here, but it's also a symptom of anxiety is memory problems. Mm -hmm. um, I found that out from my psychiatrist because while my memory is still shit, it's better than it was before. <laughs> Stop shaking your head so hard. Still shit. <laughs> still shit. It is not as bad as it was That's true. before. Farron like, is the type of person... I will tell her something 20 minutes prior. Mm -hmm. And then 20 minutes again, she'll ask me about it. Mm -hmm. And one of my pet peeves is repeating myself. It may be from being a teacher. It, it may be from so just much. being a and real I'm nigga. Like, I swear I'm not doing it on but, purpose. Like, I know she's not, but my mind immediately goes to her trying to catch me up on some shit. I'm like, I just... I just told I you where know. I'm going. Like, ain't nobody finna change their story. What, what you think I'm finna? What do you think I'm out here doing, my nigga? Like, I get so I triggered had, by. It. <laughs> I have had this shit memory since the beginning of our marriage, and he still gets frustrated I mean, so when frustrated. I ask him to repeat himself, and I'm like, dude, I'm, like, have you not met me? I hate repeating myself. Have you not met me? But anyway, I'm so, repeating myself only gives way. <laughs> For an opportunity for me to mess up. If so, I get it right one time, don't ask me again because the second time I'm going to fuck these words up. These words are going to trip down my tongue steps. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Take your, drink your little water, please. Don't minimize uh, my water. Don't minimize my sip. <laughs> Go ahead. Take your little sip of your little water and um, chill out. But uh, so that's just like it would, uh, y'all, it would be anything. I remember... <laughs> I call myself trying to, you know, work on our communication and focus on our relationship and stuff. And I know it was this one time because I was like, we're broken and I have to fix it and blah, blah, blah. So I started like texting him these probing questions, like some shit that you would find in um, a deck of cards like this. I had actually downloaded. What was that app that we use? Lasting? Lasting. Lasting. And so... I would get like prompts from them or whatever, and I would send him like probing questions. But what I tell y'all, these questions would upset him so, <laughs> so much that I just stopped. <laughs> because they would come so random, and if I'm out, I'm usually working, right? In the daytime specifically. <laughs> And she would be sending me this shit, and I'm like, yo, what are you? I would be I'm at filming, work, too. And I'm like, yo, hey, what, yo, where is this coming from? B, who you talking to? Who are you talking to that's telling me to ask me this shit? <laughs> Straight up, like, cut that bitch off. I don't want you hanging around her no more. Whew. And it was like, um, this relationship app, it said that um, I should care about this. Delete so it I'm off your phone. <laughs> I'm not paying for that. Delete it. <laughs> that shit is a dub. 
<laughs> so, but I did notice in going through this and learning more about how anxiety manifests itself that it has been present since I was a child. Mm-hmm. Um, I had separ- separation anxiety. Um, I was very much a mama's baby and I absolutely hated if she left me anywhere. And this was like, I was like old enough to be okay being left um, at a family member's house or at a friend's house or whatever. But I would like literally kind of panic unless I was super excited to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, I, or if the plan was to leave me before I got there, but if we're there and now you're about to leave, Mm -hmm. you, the, the plan has changed. Oh, I'm flipping out. I would get separating anxiety at, uh, separation, separation anxiety when we were about to leave, uh, buffets because I wasn't used to eating whatever I wanted. And so they're like, oh, it's time to go. I'm like, it's time to go. I ain't had enough dessert yet. I was going to double back for some more shit. I just it's lose the leaving my shit. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd fall out loud. I'd have a full-on fit right there next to the fudge fountain because I you was would? not. Yeah. Yes. And you telling me Emma Jane stood for this? No, she whooped me. Oh, she okay. whooped me real hard. And you hard. still did it? Yeah. yeah. I said, Sometimes you got you to gotta find the hill to die on. <laughs> so separation anxiety <laughs> disorder. We just going to. Um, is a childhood disorder characterized by anxiety that's excessive for the child's developmental level and related to separation from parents or others who have parental roles. So I know one time, I love the crap out of my godmother, and I still remember this. I love the crap out of my godmother, but I went there with my mom, and we were at her house for a few hours, and then um, I wanted, I brought up, like, staying the night, but I only wanted to stay the night if my mom was staying. And I was like maybe 10 mm. at the time. So I was old enough to be left. Mm-hmm. And um, and my mom got ready to leave and I just burst into tears out of nowhere. I cried, but then I also didn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. And so she ended up spending the night with me. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiled little asshole. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that, that was, I mean, and then it was someone else. I was at their house. I was supposed to stay for the whole weekend and I was listening, riding in the car with them. And I thought about my mom and for some reason I could not remember how her face looked mm. and I freaked out and I burst into tears and I had to go home. So I've never, I'm, I know your aunties used to talk about, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm supposed to go get fair, fair. Oh, I look crying ass. Let me tell you something. That little girl ain't bringing her ass on my house no more. I had to take her home at two o'clock in the morning because this hell for talk about. She can't remember what her mama looked like. Bitch, close your eyes. <laughs> Dream about her. <laughs> like, but it was, it, those memories were like repressed. I mm-hmm. didn't even remember, I didn't even think about that until I did more research on um, anxiety. And I'm yeah. not here to peddle meds or on anyone or anything like that, but that was what I had to turn to to um, balance myself out. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, after we got over that that hump of crazy that I felt when I first started um, using them and the not eating and stuff. Once I got mm. over that, 
I realized that the things that would have normally triggered me um, or would have normally caused me to like start a whole narrative or speculate about some things or or whatever, um, it stopped. Or if I would start, I can stop it without a problem now when before I would try to stop it and I couldn't. And it would be so distracting that I could not focus on anything else. I couldn't get anything done. Mm. Um, all I all I could do was sit and just ruminate on whatever the hell mm-hmm. um, was was bothering me, and I had no control over it. And it was like so so sad to be dealing with that because again, though I know I'm not alone in my story in that, especially when being at home and trying to explain that to my partner, Mm -hmm. it was, I felt like, okay, he's eventually just going to like tap out because I, I can't get a handle on this. And, um, it was my, um, freak out. We've talked about this, uh, before on the, on the show, but it was my, the way I handled finding out that, he likes being swallowed was actually what was the tipping point. Because once I calmed down after blowing up, so after I calmed down, it's too late now. Damage is done. The fuck. I blew the fuck up. Uh, and then once I calmed down, I was like, that was dumb and dangerous. And you need to get a handle on this because, bitch, you are not okay. And. Uh, once I did that, I reached out and to um, a psychiatrist and was able to, the way I went about it, I was able to get help like within a couple weeks of that episode. And I'm just sitting there bawling my eyes out, like talking to her, telling her everything that happened, why I felt the need to even see um, a psychiatrist and everything. And she, you know, she told me, she was like, I can help you. Like, you know, what are, what are you open to? What options are you open to? And I was like, at this point, like, I feel like everything's falling apart. So I'm willing to do anything. Like she could have told me to climb Mount Everest and I would have been like, okay. Cause it was, it was scary. And it wasn't just us that it was affecting. It was affecting work. It was affecting my relationship with my daughter it was um, affecting a relationship with my friends. Like, it was sprinkled throughout everything. It was just heaviest here. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, very, very scary. So um, I just, I more so wanted to talk about this to just, to to br- pull myself out of my comfort zone and hopefully do the same for someone else because it should be talked about. You should find somebody to talk to. Like I brought up through this whole process, I've uh, talked to a therapist. I've talked to a psychiatrist. Um, I am on, um, I am medicated now. I'm not working for nobody's pharmacy company, so I'm not about to share all that, um, all the the ins and outs of that. But it is a, uh, um, something worth looking in, into. Like, don't think, oh, I can handle this on my own. Mm-hmm. Our community loves to think that, loves to, like, you know, what happens at home stays at home. We're going to take care of it. We ain't telling nobody our business. We ain't talking about blah, blah, blah. Talk to somebody who is educated 
in this and that can actually mm-hmm. help you. Just talking to your girls, if they're just just a sounding board and they're not actually helping you get better, then that's not help. Mm-hmm. That's just you, just you ranting and pulling everybody else into the narrative that you're that you're telling yourself because you're not ready to face it or you think you got a handle on it. Um, what it? Um, yes, you can, can, you can get help. You should, it's worth at the very least talking to, um, a therapist about it because I went to, when I first started talking to a therapist, it was when I think back and read, read through the conversations I was having then. And compared to what the conversations I'm having now, they're totally different. They're not all spacey. Like you will see a drastic change in yourself once you acknowledge that there is an issue. So if this is for you or if this is for someone, you know, and encourage them, pull them into the conversation, um, because it was it was scary and I was like, I'm gonna end up getting committed. Like by the time <laughs> by the time I'm fifty, I'm gonna be in somebody's straitjacket <laughs> trying <laughs> in a padded room, trying to figure out how I got there. Uh, but it's uh, You made great progress, right? Yes. You've I made have. great progress. Where I am now is like mm-hmm. eons better to where I, better than where I started, but I do want to bring attention to it. And um, right now, because I know that though, yes, we talk about mental health and health disparity in America and Mm -hmm. all of that. I just want to be a part of that communication and a part of that um, resolution, not Mm -hmm. just coming with problems, coming with solutions as well. So talk to somebody, please, please and please. Babe, did you have anything, a situation you needed more clarity on? No, I don't, I don't think I need any more clarity on anything. I would mm-hmm. just encourage everyone to, uh, you know, really, really absorb what she said in this this episode. Know that it wasn't easy. wasn't easy to sit back and hear her talk about it again, knowing that she was going through that. And there was yeah. nothing I could do. There was something that she had to, you know, process and yeah. grow from on her own. You know, especially when those people are close to you, the loved ones, you know, you've kind of ordained yourself as the protector for them when it's a situation that you really have no control over. Mm -hmm. That's the most scariest, you know, so. um, And the biggest relief has been not, it's a lot easier not taking things so personally. Like everything, anxiety makes you really selfish, even though you don't even realize it at the time. Because you make everybody's issue, everybody's situation, everything about you. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just once once I was out of it, I could see, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Always. And so I could see like so many, so many things um, I accused him of doing or not doing. Um, and once I was clearer. I saw and I was like, yo, like you've been you've been consistent this whole time. It was me that was out of whack and reading your actions wrong. Mm-hmm. Like 
I could not understand for the life of me why he kept showing up, um, like trying to show me he loved me the way that he was. And then I wasn't accepting it that way. I, I, you know, it was taking a negative turn um, quite often. And once I was clear and I was like, no, him going out of his way to do X, Y, Z is him showing you that he loves you. Like, it doesn't have to be this exact way every time you're mm. missing the the big picture. And I was missing the big picture a lot, a lot, a lot. So, um, yeah, even with... Uh, <laughs> I do feel like sometimes, though, that it makes me a little too lax <laughs> because <laughs> I had a bad parent moment. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I call it that because, you know, us growing up when our kids would go visit... A friend, we needed phone numbers, we needed addresses, we needed all of that. And the kid called me from school and was like, can I walk to my friend's house? And I was like, sure. And I got off the phone. And I was like, I don't know where this baby lives. I ain't got this baby's phone number. I don't know parents' names. I don't know parents' phone number. I was like, all I literally have is my daughter's phone number. Mm -hmm. And if I can't reach her, I have no clue where my child is. <laughs> but one saving grace, but if she loses her phone, then I'm screwed. But one saving grace was that her, I always have her location. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, so I text her and I was like, yo, send me so-and-so's number and send me, you know, his, his uh, your, your friend's address. And she sent me. Um, his address and everything and so I felt a little better but I was like why wasn't that like the first thing you thought and I was like fucking <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucking meds it happens <laughs> just got me like yes girl live your best life friends it up and uh, <laughs> I could have lost my kid y'all um but yeah so that's just I'm just opening up the conversation yeah. whether this is you someone you know or whatever just get out there. And I. this one was specifically about um, anxiety because that was something I dealt with and something I didn't even really realize until I was watching Big Mouth and Tito the Anxiety Mosquito came through. And if you're trying to figure out how to explain it to somebody, watch Big Mouth yeah. and have that person sit there and be like, this is what's happening inside my head. Because that... That explained it for me to a T. Mm. And um and it was a huge, huge help. So yes. So I am literally sweating and I am going to wrap this up. I feel sweat rolling down my body right now. Um I'm so uncomfortable, but I'm happy it's out there. <sighs> I'm happy it's out there. Um and uh, yes, so focus on your mental health for this mental health awareness mm -hmm. month and for every month, all the months. Focus all on your mental the health. Months. And uh, yes. As always, I'm to hear more. And I am Farron Moore. And thank you for joining us for another episode of More to the Story. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.